This is How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast. Where we teach you the skills you need to go from your living room to the main event. What's up, guys? Welcome back to How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast. My name is John, and I'm at the table with Aaron. Aaron, what's going on, man? Hey, John. Doing good today, man. I tell you what, I had an awesome strength training session yesterday. Yes. So I'm just feeling good and full of energy. Right on, man. And we are that, that relates perfectly to what we're talking about today, because today, guys, we're going to talk about literally reversing the age process in pro wrestling and avoiding training pitfalls guys i'm gonna keep you safe i'm gonna get you growing younger that's right growing younger and i'm gonna keep you from wasting your money on some stuff that maybe you shouldn't so um the world is full of people who want quick fixes all right and pro wrestling is no different i've seen it if you're one of those people Hopefully we can change your mind today or maybe throughout the history of this podcast we've changed your mind already. But everyone wants everything and they want it fast, okay? I know that sounds great, but the problem is, you know, when I tell you how to make a quick fix by devoting, let's say, a year, let's say 12 months to your physical health, you don't see it as fast because 12 months, you know, 12 months is really fast if you ask me. Like if you dedicated yourself like crazy to something like like training your physical health for 12 months, you're gonna make a great change, all right? And that's fast, but when you, when I sit here and tell you a year, you're like, oh my God, yeah. a year? You know, that's all it could take though, guys, to absolutely transform yourself from who you are now if you're living you know, a physically weak and fragile lifestyle. Um, and uh, I'll tell you right now, as a professional wrestler, if there are two things you cannot afford to be, it is weak and fragile, all right? You can literally reverse the aging process by adding in strength training to your lifestyle which is that gives me a great opportunity to mention that we have a strength training program available for you right now at www.howtobecomeaprowrestler.com, also on all our social medias at How to Become a Pro Wrestler. It's called Strong Style. It is a 12-week strength training program for you to do in your home gym or your commercial gym to get yourself stronger and better looking and faster and more prepared for being a professional wrestler. It is available right now for you. If you want to see some testimonials, you head on over to Facebook. You join our private Facebook group and you look at the people that are doing strong style right now. All right, guys, strength training is as close to a magic pill as you are ever going to get to create life changing health, longevity, and performance, which are all things you got to have in pro wrestling. You got to have your overall health, right? You just your overall health, your ability to just exist and be happy and healthy. You got to have longevity because sometimes it can take a long time to make something out of yourself in pro wrestling. Um, that's just a fact of the matter, guys. It doesn't. Not everybody becomes an overnight sensation. Yeah. You've got to be in it for the long run. And then performance, meaning that long run, every night you go out there, you got to wrestle, you got to perform, you got to entertain. You have to be able to do that consistently over and over and over again. So no matter your age, whether you're 15 and, and getting ready for high school or you're 45 and you're wanting to take a leap of faith into something you've always dreamed of, it's never too soon and it's never too late for you to start strength training. All right, and no matter your experience, I don't care if you are fresh into or fresh out of wrestling school, I don't care if you're a 20-year vet, strength training will make a positive impact on your life inside and outside the ring. It also doesn't matter what your skill set is, okay? What do I mean by skill set? Are you a big man? Are you a powerhouse? Are you Kane? Are you the Undertaker, Vader, Sid Vicious, etc.? Are you a high flyer like Jushin Thunder Liger, Rey Mysterio, Rey Phoenix, etc.? 
Are you something in between? Are you John Cena, The Miz, Randy Orton, CM Punk, Seth Rollins? I mean, just go on and on and on, guys, all right? Strength training isn't just beneficial. It's crucial to each and every one of those performance styles that I just mentioned. doesn't matter if you're a technical wrestler, high flyer, brawler, strongman, etc. I mean, right now, look at the WWE roster and who some of the absolute top guys are that are still performing at a really high level. I mean, some of them I even just mentioned, like The Miz, like Randy Orton. They're not young. Yeah. They're really not young. And then you got guys, and Randy Orton's a great example with this one, but like AJ Styles is always my go-to. I love AJ Styles. He's one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. And I look at him, and I'm like, holy crap, this guy's almost 40. Yeah. And he's not just performing at a high level. He's performing at the highest level. He's still doing all the cool stuff that he used to do when I first discovered him when he was 20. When he's doing these spiral tap, you know, inverted uh, flips off the top rope and, and he's moving quick and doing hurricanranas and nipping up off the ground and diving out of the ring. He still does that stuff to this day at this age. And again, it, it, it's crazy to think about the age that AJ Styles is at right now is the age that they started phasing Macho Man Randy Savage out of professional yeah. wrestling at. They told him he was too old and they started pushing him out. He became an announcer. He became this and that. Um, he became a personality instead of an in-ring performer. The same age that guys like AJ Styles and Randy Orton are performing at world championship level right now, CM Punk as well, is the age that they phased out one of the greatest of all time that everybody loves, Randy Savage. So that's crazy, guys. you got to really put that stuff into perspective. And that's really just through the, the – there's nothing, you know, there's, no, there's nothing magical that's happening to them. They have great coaches, you know. They have great uh, access to equipment, and uh, they – practice you know strength and longevity and health and nutrition and all that stuff that's what they value that's what keeps them young so no matter your goal you know and and what is the goal are you out to survive on the independent wrestling scene um do you want to be a wwe superstar main event wrestlemania it doesn't change the fact that strength training would improve your journey to either all right guys Please check out our YouTube as well. we got a YouTube channel, at How to Become a Pro Wrestler. Click the bell, subscribe to us, so you know about every single video we post on there. Got some cool stuff on there. Hey, we got some stuff about strength training on there, so check it out. So, now, where do you need to go from here, right? Like, what, with all that information that I just, just laid on you, where are we going from here? What should you be doing to get strong? I mean, like I mentioned earlier, we offer a strength training program. It's perfect for pro wrestlers, which is who I'm probably speaking to right now. And, you know... Um, I don't think Aaron and I have even emphasized this enough. It can work for you for a lifetime, guys. It's a 12-week program. Yes, that's how it's built. It's built over the course of 12 weeks. This program can be repeated indefinitely for the rest of your training career if that's what you need. Mm -hmm. I have bought so many programs in, the, in my life. I like to try new things. I like to try new coaches and all this stuff. I buy these programs, and they kind of just go into a file. On my, if I like them, they go into a file on my computer. And if I ever get lost in my training... And I'm like, man, you know, like, what do I need to be doing right now? What are my current goals? You know, maybe something like that. Maybe I'm like, what are my current goals? Am I trying to train for a marathon race? Am I trying to train for, um, uh, uh, you know, looks or whatever? Right. Um, a beach vacation or a, or a bodybuilding competition? I don't know. Strongman powerlifting competition? My training style changes. And I can go into that folder on my computer and I can go, oh, yeah, um, there's uh, Joe DeFranco's 14-week um, bodybuilding program or whatever you know what I mean or I can go oh there's Dave Lipson's 12-week powerlifting program and I can just click them and start them from the beginning and redo them it's not like after the 12 weeks they become completely obsolete and you got to put them in the trash because they can't grow any muscles anymore 
Guys, you buy these things, a good strength training program can stay with you for a lifetime. It can always be in your back pocket, or you can just repeat it indefinitely. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what a good program does, all right? So we have plenty of other good options coming soon, but Strong Style will never go out of style, okay? We're never going to abandon it, and uh, it's an amazing option for any pro wrestler. But there's my sales pitch, I guess, but it doesn't have to be Strong Style, okay? If that's... If it's not for you for whatever reason, it doesn't have to be that. By all means, feel free to explore other alternatives as long as you are actively exploring them, really, truly exploring them, because strength can never be understated in pro wrestling. So I want to talk to you about how you can avoid like pitfalls, um, fads, and overall just like wastes of time in your training, because we've, Aaron and I have talked about on here numerous times, worst thing you can do is waste your time, right? I mean, you've only got a limited amount of time to make success in this. But all right, guys, so let's talk about some ways that you can avoid that exactly. So when you're looking at a program or when you're listening to a coach or listening to a trainer or someone, what they're saying, is it backed by any proof? And by proof, I mean, how about science? How about real life testimonials? And seriously, um, that even includes this very podcast. You think I'm lying about strength reversing the aging process? Google it. All right. Check up on me. Check, check and see what strength does for joints and tendons and for producing fluid in your knees and elbows and shoulders that you typically only find in younger adults. Why? Because people stop training and getting stronger as they grow older. They stop paying any attention to that. That's why our knees go out. That's why we get bone on bone and all this stuff. Not because it's a natural process of aging. It's an intentional process of the habits that you created because you stopped training yourself, all right? You're born with all this cool stuff like healthy joints and tendons, um, and then you neglect it because you don't train it as you go through life, all right? It, it's, it's just, it's easy to look up, please do so. Yeah. Well, and John, I'm approaching, I'm 39 years old, yeah. I'm approaching 40, mm-hmm. so, you know, if you look at uh, research, they show that, you you know, guys will start to, testosterone will start yeah, decreasing, drops, yeah. and then you start losing muscle right. continuously throughout the years. The only thing to reverse that, strength training. Strength training, right, yeah. Right there. Eating, so. eating healthy and training your body physically. So check up on me. Check up on Aaron. Please Google us. Go and check out our Facebook group so you can witness the testimonials for yourself from our strength training program. That's a win, guys. Go do it. Um, that goes for all programs, though. Yeah. Do some research. If you're following uh, you know, those guys I mentioned earlier, like Joe DeFranco or Dave Lipson or someone, uh, look up stuff. Look up testimonials from people who have actually done that workout. Um, use social media. You got it at the touch of your fingertips. You got, you got, you can go to Google. You can type up anything in the world. You can go to Reddit and look at real people that have actually used these programs before and check all these things out. You've got it in your pocket right now. Use your cell phone and check it out. Please do use computer and check it out. So here's some other ways that you can kind of spot a program that you might need to stay away from. Does it break proven principles? All right. I saw an ad online recently, super recently, because I think I made a Facebook post on my main profile page. Um, I think it might have even been this week or maybe it was this weekend. So um, for a pill, I think the, the, the advertisement was a person like saying, take this pill, stop going to the gym. Take this pill if you want to lose weight. That was what it was. In in the year 2022, I saw this freaking ad, and, it, and I was like, I was shaking my TV. It's <laughs> like, you can take this pill. You don't have to go to the gym anymore. This yeah. pill targets and destroys all your body fat. Guys, I mean, it's insane. 
And I had to accept in that moment that these things are never going to go away. We're yeah. always going to have these magic pills, these quick fixes, and all this stuff. I mean, on, on freaking national television, you're going to see this because they pay for advertisement on shows that are going to get you to see them. And that's, that is the most appealing thing in the world, right? What's yeah. one of the biggest problems in the world is, is obesity. And if a commercial comes on that says, stop worrying about eating right or going to the gym, all you do is pop this pill, you're good to go. I mean, guys, come on. On at best, that pill is going to give you diarrhea. Like that's how you're going to lose weight, right? Because that's the really the only thing that a magic pill can do. It can expel water from your body. Yeah. The same thing that like they give diabetics because they have swollen ankles, mm-hmm. like a, um, a diuretic pill, a, a water pill. Some people call them. You know, the, a, a pill that's full of chopped up habanero peppers. Like that's what you're going to get. Basically, you're going to get something that's going to make the numbers on the scale drop regardless of whether it's water, fat, or muscle being eliminated from your system. And I'm telling you right now, um, I would rather you, uh, you know, it's, it's worse. I, I, I shouldn't just do these things on the fly because I really need to think about this statement that I'm going to say. But this, this is, it's not super, um, it's not controversial or anything. It's just I want it to come out right. But it's better for you to, um, to keep fat or, I guess, gain fat than it is to lose muscle. Yeah. All right? That's kind of how I want to put this. So, that's why I try to find different ways to say that because I get clients just outside of wrestling who are so fixated on the numbers on a scale. And I'm like, well, here's why those numbers don't matter because if all you care about is those numbers, that means you could lose all the muscle in your body mm-hmm. and that scale would go down tremendously and you'd be happy, right? But then you'd be miserable in real life. You'd yeah, be absolutely, everything, everything would be impossible. So I would rather you gain fat than lose muscle. Let's put it that way. You know, there, We have to find a balance to strike within that, within reason, mm-hmm. but... That's why the number on the scale is not that important, and that's why the pills that you take can only adjust that number. They can only make you lose water. Um, they cannot make you lose any kind of sustainable amount of body fat that maintains muscle. It's impossible. So breaking proven principles like cardiovascular work, like weightlifting, and like nutrition is a guarantee that you need to pass that option by. Yeah. Well, and I'll say this because back in oh for the 90s, there was a pill called FinFin. Mm-hmm. And now this pill did work because yeah. it got people to lose a lot of weight. Right. However, if you don't know, it got uh, pulled off the market because it was giving people heart attacks. Okay, so it's like a Fedrin then. It's, it, yeah, uh, yeah, it was like yeah, a Fedrin, gotcha. yeah, but yeah. It, uh, yeah. Um, and then there was also a lot of supplements that were going out that uh, yeah. had some Ephedrine in it, and they oh, got yeah. pulled as well because they were causing so many medical issues. So if there is ever yeah. something that does anything halfway decent, it's probably going to get pulled because I mean, it's messing the, with you somewhere and, else. And that's, a, that's like the other side of the coin. It's it's the the side effects are worse than like the outcome or you know what i mean like that's that's the even worse like i would rather just gain a few pounds than potentially get a a heart attack when i'm age 30 like you know so come on guys all right moving on to the next one does it promise to work for everyone all right be very wary leery of that okay because strength training does itself work for everyone but not every strength training program is right for everyone's goal. Like we design strong style for pro wrestlers, right? So it might not be the right program for an elderly man or woman who just wants to live a healthier life, okay? I mean, it could be, but probably not. There's probably better options out there for you. But the same goes for you pro wrestlers. I don't need you just going and taking water aerobics, all right? That's not gonna work, all right? That's not appropriate for your lifestyle, okay? So you gotta really think about that. If it's being advertised as something that this works for everyone, no matter what, universally. You gotta gotta do some deeper. You gotta dive a little deeper. Get a little, do a little more research on that topic. These rules apply 
and it'll be on just the workout portion of training. Is it a diet that claims to work across the board? Because nutrition is key, so what works for me might not be the best option for you. Be careful with things that are fix-alls, all right? Everybody's body's different. Everybody's allergic to different things. Not all one thing works for everyone. All right, this is probably the most important of anything. Is it sustainable? Yeah. That goes for workout programs, for diets, for coaching, for, for training of any style. Is it sustainable? This is crucial. You know, um, fads and crash course, you know, diets and crashing freaking fad uh, workouts and stuff, um, they're difficult to sustain because they leave you feeling terrible. You know, a quality training style should leave you feeling better the longer that you do it, yeah. period. I mean, you're going to get sore. Oh, okay. Of course you're going to get sore. But overall, you're going to feel superior in strength and health as you do well-balanced training programs and nutrition and diets and stuff. You're going to actually feel better over time, right. not worse. Because it's not a fad. It's not a crash course. It's something that you're doing to create a better, sustainable quality of life. This goes into kind of what you mentioned before uh -huh. on the uh, does it work for everyone because some strength training styles people you know it may get it may get them results but they just don't enjoy it right it, it, so it's not sustainable now you're gonna yeah. have to do some stuff you may not fully sure. enjoy of course but you do need to have something that you enjoy enough to consistently right. do so it becomes sustainable habit for you. Uh, yeah, um, absolutely. But, you know, because I used to own a CrossFit gym, right? Mm -hmm. And I like CrossFit, mm -hmm. but CrossFit for me to do consistently for year after year, yeah, yeah. it's not sustainable. I like right, to mi right. I like to mix those style workouts yeah. in my programming. Sure. But I'm more of a traditional kind of, you know, lifting yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. That's what I love. I look forward to it. And then mixing in the CrossFit style goes from Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Um, same with swimming. Like, I'm I, swimming is something I do that I couldn't do all the time, mm -hmm. like for some conditioning and even some strength stuff in there. Mm -hmm. But um, that's something I have to program in just because I it, I'm, it does make me feel good, but I don't necessarily enjoy it. Like, I right. enjoy it afterwards and the benefit. Like, if I can't uh, do some conditioning... And I just want to go jump in the pool with my boys. Absolutely. Swim a few laps. Feels good, but not going to do it consistently. Yeah. We're, training is is medicine, guys. So, like, um, in more ways than one. But in other ways, it's like not all medicines are the same. Maybe some people need to take, you know, this pain relief. And some people find better results from this pain relief. So, like, some people find good, great results from CrossFit. Like, there's – you got guys like uh, like Seth Rollins who, who loves CrossFit, does CrossFit, owns a CrossFit gym. Um, and then you've got – the guys that do more traditional styles of, of weightlifting and stuff like Big E, like like you yeah. know like guys like that that are actually like just out there lifting weights and doing more like body weight body part splits and bodybuilding training and stuff. So there's something out there for you, yeah. something out there that you can do that's going to be sustainable. And uh, you know, and within that, you're going to have to do things you don't like. I like lifting more, kind of like what Aaron was talking about. I like lifting more um, uh, in a traditional just, sense, yeah. but. Um, um, you know, there are things that I hate. I hate Bulgarian split squats. I can't stand them. I do them. I do them. I'm, I do them less frequently than some other things, but I do them anyway. They're just within my realm because they get me the result that I want. Yeah. So don't think that you're going to have to, you're going to love every single piece of the process, but overall it should be leaving you feeling better, not worse, not depleted, not destroyed. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, whether it be physically or from nutrition, which is going to be physically as well. Um, you should feel better. It has to be sustainable. All right, so here's the one that really wraps it all up, but does it sound too good to be true? Yeah. I've already touched on this one a bit, but if it sounds too good to be true, guess what, guys? It is. If it promises all of the things that I listed above, like working for everyone, like defying science, defying logic, leave it be. 
all right? You're only gonna leave disappointed. You're gonna lose money, you're gonna lose time, you're gonna leave disappointed, um, you're gonna be embarrassed. I don't know, there are all kinds of things that have come across from that that are not taking you towards your wrestling goals. You're not seizing your opportunity, guys. You're, you're wasting your time, all right? So the reality is most people will do anything to avoid doing the work, and wrestlers are not excluded from this. You know, the sad thing is, um, you might end up paying large amounts of money that don't translate to your goals in any sustainable way. And as a pro wrestler, you simply don't have that time or money to waste. So here's a harsh dose of reality for you. It's time to stop being disappointed from the results you didn't get from the work you didn't do. I know that's a cliched saying, but I absolutely love it. All right, The results that you didn't get should not disappoint you because you didn't do the work in the first place. All right. Put those intentions in the right place and realize that training is a part of pro wrestling, a crucial, crucial part of pro wrestling. Uh, I Real quick, because we're wrapping up here, and I told this story a long, long time ago on this podcast. We've got 80-some-odd episodes now, and I, I want to refresh you. And if you're just getting into this podcast, maybe you haven't listened to the old ones, and I don't know what episode it's in, so real quick, because it fits right here. I used to work at a grocery store when I was in college. That's where I worked. I worked at a grocery store paid my bills, helped me get into wrestling training and stuff as well. So I'm in college, I'm training to be a pro wrestler and I'm paying for it by working at a grocery store. That's great. I remember sitting in the break room one day and I remember the completely out of shape, cared nothing about physical fitness. Um, he was the butcher in like the meat department. He's sharing the break room with me and he's sitting there and we're all laughing and talking and at, talking about what we're doing and uh, when we're not at work. And I, I mentioned how I was training to become a pro wrestler and how I was Ugh, when I get off work today, I have to go to the gym. Oh, God, I don't want to go to the gym. And he looked at me, and this is a guy that never lifted a weight his entire life. He looked at me and he goes, what are you talking about? You're going to be a pro wrestler. You have to go to the gym. <laughs> and it was that has stuck with me a decade later. It has stuck with me. Uh, this guy that knows nothing about pro wrestling, really, and knows nothing about lifting weights, he lives in a completely different walk of life. And when I'm like, oh, man, I want to be a pro wrestler. Yeah, yeah, that's what I want to do with my life. Oh, no, I have to go to the gym today. He's like, what are you talking about? You're going to be a pro wrestler? You have to go to the gym. All right, so that, that story's always stuck with me. Maybe it rings true with you a little bit. Maybe you've got a different story in your life about that. But you got to put those intentions in the right place is what I'm trying to say. And like I said, training is a part of pro wrestling. You have to craft sustainable health habits to make real change. And results will come from patience and from perseverance. So Use common sense and always be relentless with your training. Love it. Absolutely, guys. Well, I love talking about this stuff. We've talked about strength training before. We'll talk about it again. I promise you it's coming in the future. Um, send this episode to somebody that you think could benefit from it. I'd really appreciate that. Please subscribe to our podcast if you haven't already. Please leave us a review. That helps us tremendously to keep this sucker free for you every single week. We haven't missed a week yet. We've, uh, we had one week where I had to kind of put up a best of, but... Uh, we haven't missed a week of podcast drops, all right? We've had something new every single week for for over well over a year now, okay? So, I mean, we got 80-some-odd episodes, like I said. So share this with somebody that you know could benefit from free pro wrestling training delivered directly to your earbuds, all right? Thank you so much for listening to How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast, where we teach you the skills you need to go from your living room to the main event. And don't wait for your opportunity, guys. Take it.